everyone. Welcome to this episode of Storyteller Spotlight. My name's Catherine Vinson, and I'm very excited to welcome Audrey Steves, author of the new upper YA fantasy novel, The Soul Collector, the first of four books in her debut series. You can find Audrey at author.audreysteves on Instagram or at audreysteves on TikTok. I loved recording with Audrey, and I hope you enjoy this episode and consider purchasing The Soul Collector on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble. Okay, it's great to have you on the podcast. I finished The Soul Collector about two weeks ago, and I've been so excited to talk to you about the book and your writing journey. But first off, how are you? I know like the last week must have been crazy with the book coming out and everyone reading and all the ARC reviews coming in, but how are you? Yeah, um, I'm good. It still feels incredibly surreal. It felt honestly just like another day of the week until I started getting DMs like, oh, I read your book. And I'm like, wait, oh, that's right. I did. I did publish something, didn't I? And it's still, it's an exciting and surreal feeling, but it's also very, um, not necessarily intimidating, but it's sort of like, oh my God, I have something that you know, people are going to read, but it's it's been a very incredible experience so far. That's great. I mean, it must be scary, like, putting your book, like, out into the world. Yeah, yeah, it, it can be because, you know, no one's going to hold back when they read it. It's not like sending it to your friends, like, look, I, I did this thing. Isn't it cool? And of course, they're your friends. So they're gonna say, yeah, absolutely. But it's different when it's people all over the world. And but it is, it's an incredible thing to still sort of be like, oh my God, I, I'm an author. I can, I can say I am an author now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've read some of the reviews on Goodreads when I was reading, when I was doing my ARC review and people love the book. Like yeah. there's a lot of people who really love this book and that must be so exciting. It is. It's, I'm trying not to let it go to my head because it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, yay. Okay, cool. But now I'm editing book two and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I really have to make sure it lives <laughs> up to all the expectations. Okay. We'll get more into the soul collector later, but I wanted to ask you how you got into writing um, and what inspired you to start writing. I had been writing off and on for as long as I can remember, but it was sort of just a fun activity for me to do and my grandmother worked at a bookstore and I always had access to books from my grandma or my mom sorry that's my dog can you hear my dog in the background a little bit but it's fine okay he just choked on a hairball I'm sorry (laughs) um yeah my grandma was a librarian and I always had access to books and so I was a huge daydreamer as a kid where I would read and then just sort of think of all these fantastical stories and I would write in notebooks but it wasn't really until after college that I started to take writing a little bit more seriously and when I would start something I would make myself finish that story and so I didn't actually complete my first book until 2020 and even then it was still sort of a hobby for me where I did never think publishing would be something that I could accomplish, whether it was indie publishing, which at the time I knew nothing about and traditional publishing felt so um, intimidating to me, oddly enough, that route did. Um, And finally, after a few more books written, I made some friends and that had self-published and I sort of got the confidence to be like, okay, well, I guess this can be something that I can do. And And I did it, and it still feels so weird to say that. Looking into the future as The Soul Collector is only the first book in the series, where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh. Hard question, um, five years. 
I know. Um, hopefully in five years, I mean, I'm sure this book right now is set to only be, or the series will only be four books. Mm -hmm. So in five years, I'm hoping to be done with this. And um, I'm planning on having at least another series started <laughs> by then. Do you think you'll write another fantasy series or go into a different genre? Um, I'll probably stick in fantasy. It's sort of my go-to when I pick books to read. And luckily, fantasy has such a wide range of subgenres within it, whether it's like epic fantasy or urban fantasy or fantasy romance that I can pretty much tackle anything, I think, in fantasy. And that is right now my comfort zone. So I'll probably just stay in fantasy. I mean, it's a great comfort zone. You seem like confident in that. But yeah, yeah. In fantasy, are there any other stories you're like looking to pursue or any ideas you've had? You don't need to say the idea, but are, is there anything that's exciting you to like write about in the future? Yeah, um, actually, funny enough, I, um, I've had this story idea for these specific characters for a couple of years now. And I think I've just sort of hit the jackpot on how I want their story to go. And I think that will end up being my next project. But again, I could change my mind in an hour. So right now, I think I have an idea, but <laughs> I guess we'll see. That's exciting. Um, to get back into the Soul Collector, which I don't want to spoil for anyone, but mm -hmm. without spoilers, could you give us a brief pitch of the Soul Collector to potential readers? Yeah, um, the Soul Collector is an upper YA fantasy about a girl who discovers she inherited her family's mysterious and somewhat deadly curse and is then forced to team up with a group of immortal warriors to break this curse and save her family while trying to figure out who exactly she can trust as more and more secrets become known. That's perfect. I mean, sometimes it's hard to like encapsulate an entire novel into like one to two sentences but that was perfect and you nailed it um, oh good <laughs> yeah um but what inspired you to write the soul collector um you know it's it actually started as two or three separate story ideas that were pretty much just vibes and no plot and I knew I wanted to pursue each of those story ideas in some way. I just didn't know how I wanted them to unfold. And it was sort of a random eureka moment where I, I was probably just doing the dishes. And I thought, oh my God, I can combine these three story ideas. And everything sort of unraveled from there. And I was like, okay, well now, you know, she has a curse and, you know, there's, you know, demons and angels and um traveling performers of some kind and it all sort of tied together really well and the story continued to pester me until I wrote it and then I just sort of had this moment I was like okay I'm I'm gonna publish this thing this thing's gonna be my debut novel and and somehow it it did <laughs> wow I mean so there were three different stories you sort of just put together three characters yeah um the character, the main character in each of those story ideas was pretty much in my head, she was the same. Mm -hmm. But you know, one was like, okay, this girl has a curse. And then this other story idea I was like, okay, somehow I want to have demons and angels. And this other one I was like, oh, but I really want traveling performers. And you know, I want this vast, 
you know, deep world to explore. And I was like, well, here, let's just domino effect, stick them all three together. And it, it worked. I feel like it worked. Okay. Yeah, it definitely did. And you wrote, I, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you wrote this book and got it published in just over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, sort of spent all of January of 2022 just sort of figuring out how to combine those three ideas and then I got into really the deep specifics of world building and I started drafting February 7th of 2022 and it released February 7th of 2023 of this year so it took about a year from the day I started drafting to the day it released. That's a crazy turnaround like that's fast Audrey. I know I still don't know how it happened I'm trying to do the same thing with book two but I can already tell that's not something I can keep up but it it was very I mean it felt in the moment it felt like a very long time I was like oh my god you know I wrote this thing forever ago and I'm like oh it's it's been three months that's not that's not Not a long time but it's it I mean I wish I could keep up that pace forever but I don't know if that'll happen either way it's crazy to get a book out into the world and to have it be at such a short time is just an incredible feat. But throughout the last year of drafting, editing, and publishing, are there any lessons that you've learned writing or publishing the book that have changed your perspective or approach as an author? Um, I mean, really, the main thing I learned was just to, you know, breathe and not put too much pressure to say, oh, you know, I have to have this amount of edits done by this time. Or for me specifically, I I'm I'm my own worst critic. And so whenever I would send it off to an editor in my head, I'm like, okay, I have to make this book perfect before it goes to the editor. When in actuality, the editor's job is to, you know, help, or specifically for my line editor, she helped me with the sentence by sentence flow. So I, in my head was like, okay, I have to make it perfect when in actuality, she's there to sort of help me piece it together. So it doesn't have to be perfect when it goes to her. So I had to sort of sit back and enjoy the journey as challenging as it was at times and, you know, go through the process without, (laughs) with as little as stress as possible, which of course didn't always happen, but I'm working on that. Mm. How was the process of publishing the indie route? It, um, it was very eye-opening. Whenever I thought about publishing before I did any major research, to me, it was, you know, you get the agent, you get the book deal, and then, you know, your book is in stores. And when I started learning more about indie publishing, and I made more friends um, through indie publishing and, you know, book talk, um, I sort of realized that there are a lot more ins and outs to publishing, even on the traditional side. And so um, once I wrote my first draft, and I did some editing, um, I found a couple of friends and like, well, you know, you should get beta readers. And that to me seemed baffling as it was. I was like, you want me to have people read my book? Excuse me. But (laughs) luckily it it was great. And everyone was so kind in their feedback, even if it was constructive criticism, which was something I desperately needed. Um, But the whole process of, you know, going from one editor to another and taking the time to work through their notes in between and, taking that into consideration. And one thing I did learn was, you know, just because an editor offers, you know, something where they're like, oh, hey, this sentence should be worded this way. But then I read it. I'm like, oh, maybe that's not the point I'm trying to go like with, you know? So it, it really had to focus on 
what I wanted the story to tell, but also, you know, is the comma in the right place? So, and then um, everything from copyrights and ISBNs, it's the business side of publishing was very baffling, but the editorial side was a fun experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many moving pieces when you think about publishing a book that you just don't think about. So going about that by yourself and figuring out all of that yourself, whereas for like a publishing company, there's everyone in every department doing one thing. That's crazy to think about on your own. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's really great for authors. And I'm sure like creatively, you have so much more control through indie publishing than traditional publishing. Yeah, and, and that was great because I was able to you know, pick and choose what style of editing I wanted or I felt I needed. And also, you know, the creative control with cover designs and interior formatting and website designs and marketing has been fun. But a lot of the business side in regard to, okay, I have to come up with a marketing plan. I have to, you know, get my book uploaded to, you know, different retail sites. And I have to, you know, deal with the U.S. Copyrights Office and all the ins and outs of the legality of the whole thing. And that. I think I definitely would have liked to have someone hold my hand through that. So doing that alone, I think definitely if anyone was going to pursue indie publishing, they definitely need to have some sort of um, support system, whether it's other indie authors or a close group of friends who um, they don't necessarily need to have, because my best friend sort of was my counselor through the whole thing and she listened to me rant. So anyone who just is a good listener, I think when you need to get all the stress off your chest, I think it's a definitely a must when going through indie publishing. Yes, absolutely. Um, the interview, we're almost up for time, but I have a few Instagram questions and we got a lot. So I'm just gonna sift through the ones that we found. But the first one was, what inspired you to get into writing, which you sort of answered. And mm -hmm. um, the second part of the question was more geared towards like young writers. And they asked, there's a lot of emphasis put on young writers to find their voice. What advice would you give to them? Um, I would say specifically for young writers, don't, I mean, your voice will come. I think don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to be perfect right off the bat because finding your voice is something that will change every few years. You know, what, what you may think or what story you may wanna tell now could change in two to 10 years or more. And if, especially if you're thinking about a longer career, just, j again, just enjoy the process. It'll change everything from whatever story you're trying to tell will change. And don't feel like you have to get everything um, figured out right off the bat because the, pro the, the process of publishing is a learning experience, no matter how many books you publish it. It will never, no two books will be the same. Mm, that's great advice. Um... The next question is, what draws you to writing fantasy, which we've touched on before, but as a genre, like what excites you about it? Oh, I just, I love the magic of it. I mean, I, contemporary is great. I would love to read about, you know, cute, you know, romance in college, but I went to college. It's not that exciting. Fantasy has magic and dragons. And I, I just love the fantastical elements that come with fantasy books. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much excitement that you don't always get in like more of like a college one, because I agree. Life sometimes <laughs> you read about like 
a college romance you're like oh well that's great but that's not what I'm going through right now yeah (laughs) yeah um and then the last question I don't think you can answer um but they ask when will book two in the soul collector series come out um book two is tentatively scheduled for fall of this year that's soon yeah (laughs) (laughs) good luck you thank you (laughs) you've already written yeah I am in the middle of developmental edits now, and it will go to my editor here in about three or four months. So again, tentatively scheduled for fall. It could be winter, but it'll be later this year. Regardless, that's so exciting. Um, Now the interview is almost over, but we'd like to ask every person who comes on the podcast to give one piece of advice to our listeners. Ooh, um... Well, I guess whether it's writing related or reading related or just life related, just smile, have fun, enjoy it. There will be tough days, whether you're going through publishing and worried about imposter syndrome and self-doubt, it, it will all work out in the end. So enjoy the whole journey because not everyone gets to go through and publish or write a book. And it's a fun experience you're creating great worlds whether it's again whether it's with dragons or you know a college romance it's a fun world that someone else is going to love so enjoy the process and that's great advice thank you so much for coming on here oh thank you for having me